0: Upon an icy sea, far away, a tipsy shipmate dashes off a fairly well letter to his long-suffering wife or lover, bidding permanent adieu to the tranquility and predictability of landlocked domesticity. But rather than post this letter via the normal routes, it finds its way into a large bottle, where it rests for years. On a stormy day, an idle deckhand picks up the long-stashed bottle and, seeing that it contains some sort of message, carefully written, decides that his idle hour can be spent adding to the contents. He writes another letter, fanciful and imaginative, to a presumed lover, reminiscing on their erotic interludes and concluding with an impassioned plea to continue their hinted at illicit affair, when next he docks in that distant and exotic port. It is in that very port of call that the cabin boy who tended to the needs of the captain of the ship notices the letters in the bottle, and adds his own, addressing his father, who died when the boy was just a toddler. innocent and unsuspecting that life could take so quickly away the foundations of a secure and loving environment to remove at will the promise and fulfillment of financial comfort and emotional support, leaving behind an overwhelmed and grief-stricken mother who could no longer function as a caregiver, guide, provider, and comforter as soon as he reached an age of even minimal self-sufficiency, he was put to sea with an uncle, the captain of the ship, and began to learn the ways of seafaring men at the hands of the gruff and disciplined officer. The letter is short and full of longing for a proper childhood. Eventually, the ship was retired from service. The contents thereof scavenged and put to use on whichever vessel had the opportunity to be present at its decommissioning. The bottle and its contents were transported to a newer and more modern ocean-going transport, a passenger vessel regularly traveling between ports of call with tourists and travelers, adventurers and dilettantes, and given the entertainments on board, gamblers, and performers. In one of the several lounges, the bottle was featured as a conversation piece, its contents advertised as mysterious and alluring. The curious travelers often found themselves entranced by the possibility of intriguing stories contained therein, and thus attempted to add to the mystery by submitting their own tales some of woe, some of longing, some of just amusement. The bottle was near stuffed full of correspondence when the inevitable ensued. The passenger ship was the unfortunate victim of international hostilities, and, civilian or not, was first roughly boarded, the passengers off-boarded to be transported to the nearest port friendly to those combatants, of course after being relieved of their valuables, and then the ship sunk in ignoble fashion. The capsizing was, of course, as is the case in such events, curiously anticlimactic. Whatever the fates of passenger and crew, it is true, in most cases, that from a proper distance a ship just sinks. There was a leaving of debris and clutter, various items having escaped their cabins and staterooms, gambling halls, and food emporiums to find their way to the surface, a sort of marker or tribute acknowledging the catastrophic events of the day. While the military ship sailed on, the passengers confused and worried as to their fates. Among the refuse the bottle surfaced, and with a complement of like survivors was gently carried on the current, at least at first. Then there came winds and storms, circular currents that caused seeming eternities of cycling. There were even seasons of dizzying calm, where the diminishing company of sunken ship refuse survivors languished, awaiting the next oceanographic event to restart the journey. Eventually, land came within reach, and after weeks of thrashing back and forth in the tidal sway, the bottle, lone survivor by now, was gently deposited on a fine-grained sandy beach. Now there lived, in the seaside community, a small girl, who often was taken to the beach by her doting mother. The girl dug in the sand and was chased by waves and enjoyed peering into the tide pools, observing the crabs and sea anemones, squealing with delight when finding a large starfish or two, On this visit to the beach, the girl ran ahead of her mother as she often did. Normally, something would distract and entertain her and her mother would catch up to her, lugging a basket of lunch and a blanket to settle upon. This time, the entertainment was a greenish-tinted jug filled with scraps of paper, closed still with a cap that miraculously weathered the ride without failure. The contents of the bottle were intact. Later on, the mother, having put the child to bed, out of curiosity and wonder opened the bottle and began to read through the jumble of notes and letters. Some were flippant and almost cruel in their meaninglessness. Many such from the later evenings of boisterous carousing on the passenger ship and such served to underscore the sense of desperation that leads to such raucous and overly boisterous behavior. A fair number of various cries of distress, of longing, of sad remembrances, and of glad but melancholy remembrances. The sum total of the tone of the notes and letters put the mother in a grieving mood feeling sorrow for so many souls, sad and lonely, oppressed and afraid, tired and worn down, or running away from their duties or worries. Eventually, the mother found herself alone, standing on an outcrop of rock jutting into the sea, waves crashing, spray chill and sharp. From here, she once again sent the bottle into the icy sea to be carried far away, for she had no desire for her cherished child to be made aware of such pointless reminders of the cruelty that life actually is, preferring that the illusions of security and safety be preserved for just as long as they could be. the bottle was picked up after a tidal thrashing and a fast-breaking storm's approach. Then it was carried back into the oceanic currents again. And it may yet be circling the globe, full of its messages of hope of overcoming the realities of each individual's existence.